0: In, oh, okay. Now it's okay. What the?
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's just one of the settings on GarageBand. That's why. Okay. Um, what, what's going on? Will? yeah, we're we're doing a recording right now. Of just what? A, of, of what? Of a BP, my dude. A bits and pieces. Yeah, it'll be a short one though. Uh oh, oh, oh by by short. How, how
0: many how many fucking times have we said? By that? short, I mean hopefully by an hour or so. I was ready to get up and go to the bathroom and order lunch. So Will, this uh this, this is very impromptu in my opinion. This will be a quick one. Uh because
1: this has been something I've been thinking about for for actually the, the last couple of weeks. Um who knows when this is gonna release, that's why I'm not even saying what episode numbers this, this is for the BP. Uh but you and I both watch a fuck ton of anime. Not just for the podcast, but in general, as like a hobby, as something that we have, as like a pastime, a passion, and as as the years go by. I mean, how many years of anime have you watched yourself? Like when, like when do you? When was like the first time you started watching anime up until now? Like how many years would that be?
0: Uh, there was a middle period where I did not watch any anime. Does that count from that, like? Does that like hiatus count?
1: Uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't like count against it. I, I would say like even if you had a gap here and there, I'd say like generally like you would
0: have watched. What some is anime. year seven? What year? What, how you would
1: you would been twelve? Yeah, so
0: that was when I watched Zero Experiment Lane. Jesus, okay.
1: I didn't realize how young. I, mean, I know you mentioned it was like one of the first, but I didn't realize how young you were when you watched that.
0: I watched the end of Evangelion, like the what was it episode. Twenty five, you know the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The 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 the, the long the 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 second ending, I guess, not the cl- the ending where they clap. Uh I watched that on VCD, my dude. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Video Video compact discs. Yeah, that's correct. It. Yeah, it, I don't think it e- VCDs existed in the U.S. Even. Yeah, I was I've, in Hong Kong at the time.
1: I think very actively, like hiatus is not included. I probably watched anime for the last.
0: 17 to 18 years I would say since I was I would say the past seven or eight years have been pretty religious in terms of watching anime and I would say since we started the podcast that is all I watch yeah so
1: we've pretty much been watching anime for you know on and off like close to 20 years on average, between sure. you and me, right? Sure, And I think that, you know, with the pace that we're at right now, considering that, you know, we're still active on this podcast, and even if we weren't doing the podcast, we would still be finding time to watch some anime. Mm-hmm. But even like, after like 20 plus years, it could go on longer and longer. Sometimes whenever I start watching anime series, especially when it comes to doing seasonal stuff because of how much stuff keeps on piling on my plan to watch list or my on hold list because I just don't have the time to manage it all. Sometimes the fatigue starts kicking in and I definitely need to take a break that um, to be able to rejuvenate myself and get back into watching anime again. So it comes in waves. Sometimes it will take me like two weeks of just no anime to be able to get back up on on onto the the, the anime train. Sometimes it takes like a month or so, or even longer. Uh, but but generally, like I do find that that second wind to be able to to get myself back on my mm. feet and continue that anime journey.
0: Yeah, and going off of that, like I know we are not at the level of like at IGN in terms of video game journalism, but I have heard so many times from you know video game podcasts where video game journalists who who I genuinely a hundred percent believe that they love video games to death they would they would talk about like oh I went on vacation for like two weeks i didn't play a single last video game dude you know it was like, fucking awesome and there, i was like, there, there's, yeah, like there's like
1: game testers where it's like oh my god that's what your job is you play video games is either good that must be awesome but they're like no, yeah it don't fucking, be so it disillusioned sucks yeah so that's something i've noticed for myself where like even though i do eventually get back onto the anime and also the manga train i noticed that the the gaps the hiatus is more recently have becoming longer and longer in between so rather than they take like a week for me to get back into it it might take me like two four maybe like six seven weeks before i start watching
0: anime again i mean to be fair for me right now before um i don't know after the season finale till now i did not watch anime every day I mean, I used to and still do watch anime every day now, but mainly it got my second win through uh, the seasonals. Then now I started to pick it up again. But there was a very, like, conscious period of, like, a a week and a half of no anime. Manga maybe, but, like, actually no anime. So with the fact
1: that we've been taking longer and longer breaks Mm -hmm. and even if it's like, yes, when we come back, we just like straight binge and watch a bunch of stuff. Eventually we get back to that cycle of, okay, we're going to need to, you know, get our foot off the gas and just chill out again. Do you feel that there's going to be a point and we're not even taking the age as a factor here, but do you feel that there's going to be a point where you just stop watching anime? And I don't mean that like, and I I don't, but I mean like, You're good. As a medium, like, anime has done it enough for you, and you no longer feel, like, the necessity or, like, the the inclination to go back into watching anime.
0: Essentially, you're asking me, Will, that will I ever grow out of watching anime as a medium?
1: Yeah, and that's not to say that, like, you're never going to watch anime again. Of course, there might be some stuff here and there, but it's like you won't be watching and consuming it as religiously as you do now.
0: I think that – well, then what would be considered – I'm just trying to, like, figure out in my mind because it's impromptu, right? So I'm just trying to, like, process what you're asking and kind of have it more eloquently. At 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 least in the sense now where, like,
1: regardless of it being, like, a podcast, like, purpose, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. where we – kind of go back and forth in terms of keeping up to date on what seasonals are coming out we check out on Miami news network oh, no not my anime anime dot com, in terms of what adaptations are coming out so we're always kind of like very well versed on what's currently airing and what's to come in the coming seasons but do you feel that there's going to be a point where it becomes a bit more disconnected and you're not as like oh like i i can't wait for the 10th season of Bungo Stray Dogs, or I can't wait for finally after 10 years, the third season of, or the fourth season of Ancient Magus' Bride and whatnot. Like, do you feel that your level of interest in anime and manga will be consistent throughout the years? Or do you think that there's going to be a point where it starts waning a bit? Potentially, you no longer feel as invested into
0: it. I think, I mean, so first of all, this is like a big, heavy question in many ways right and yeah. i think part of it also has to do with our ties to the podcast so if i were to exclude that will my answer change it has to be right there's no way for it to not have an effect however however before we started this podcast i was watching anime by the week per season however my opinion is this. I have not taken hiatuses like I did when I did not have the podcast. However, I was not as feverish about keeping up to date with anime and manga and adaptations and expo and news and different directors than I do now, mainly because of the podcast. I don't think I will grow out of appreciating... Anime as a medium, I might consume less, but also because it's weird. Our generation is kind of, in fact, I think. Hmm, let me think. Will, I think our generation, as an our age group, is in a very unique situation with a lot of mediums, particularly video games, because before our ear, like our generation, it was like pong and pac-man we kind of like are in that era where we grew up with video games as it advanced yeah
1: i mean we grew up with things like Astro fighter and like street fighter we played mortal Kombat. we have halo we had sonic the hedgehog had...
0: and now street fighter 6 is out and i and like how many iterations of mario have there been exactly right? then comes the part of like well are you like do you not like video games? Of course, there are people that grew out of video games, but I don't think anyone who played video games at a very like feverish or like it consumed a lot of their like teenage years. I don't think any of them would vehemently hate video games. They just couldn't consume it because they don't have the time, or they they have a family to take care of, their responsibilities. They have a job, but I don't think they will lose their appreciation they might lose their touch they might lose the the current trends and knowledge yeah
1: because i think one of the things that will probably happen sooner rather than later is let's be let's be real like the majority of anime and manga that come out is for like the the shonen action like the shonen demographic of course yes right which means you know by the name of itself Shonen, it means like teenager slash young adult. Yeah.
0: The demographic itself, in terms of the definition, is timeless, yet we will age more and more and more. Yeah. And so therefore
1: when it comes to plots, characters, stories and whatnot, it would still kind of cycle through that same thing where it's, you know, more appealing to younger generations because of the fact that, you know, it's it's supposedly you know, through market research and whatnot, things that excite that particular demographic the most. But as we get older, and I'm not this is not like a whole discussion of will we ever get too old for anime and manga. Like that's that's not that's oh. that's, that's that's too broad.
0: I I thought yeah. that was really yeah, where that's that's the discussion was going.
1: But, but but more specifically, because of the fact that shonen action pertains to a specific kind of plot point that appeals to this age demographic. Do you think that as we get older, when we reach our late thirties, our forties and fifties, that it just doesn't appeal to us anymore, and therefore we just don't really like That's, will, will we not care about what the next Attack on Titan or the next Jujutsu Kaisen
0: like what, what, what those would be? Like do you think maybe there's gonna be a point not in you? exactly those similar shows? But and again uh, that's why video games is such a good parallel. Because, Will, how many multiplayer games do you play now? I Competitive multiplayer games. None. Right. How many do you used to play? Fair amount. Right. Uh, whether it is Call of Duty, Halo, League of Legends, Dota, before it was even Dota 2. Like, all of these things were very competitive. Counter-Strike, 1.6. How many times have I played Counter-Strike? Fucking all the fucking time at one point. That's now, all I play. Now I
1: just want to play Sims or
0: City Builder or whatnot. <laughs> now, to me, Mass Effect, a a definite story ending campaign, is like what like rocks my socks off. Dead Space the remake is what is going to drive me like through the roof. Like wait in line for release. Of course, then you'll say, Jason, you just talked about Street Fighter Six. Okay, I have a very soft spot for fighting games. And I played it for a long time, so I'm somehow just, like, ingrained into it. But I don't play any Call of Duty anymore. I don't play Battlefield anymore. Along the same lines, Will, putting it back to anime, I don't I don't think I'll ever lose my appreciation and love for anime, but I might, for, for example, I probably don't give a shit about isekais.
1: Like, there's going to be a point where certain genres just don't really mean a whole lot to you anymore. Like, for example, like, if I was I mean, the fact that neither of us really give a shit about Buruto probably means that in the future, maybe in five, ten years time, we're probably gonna start like depreciating like our value of shonen actions in general. Like we, we may not be as 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 enticed by like another like chainsaw man esque kind of thing. I mean, or... you would
0: get fatigued, right? I mean I would say In many ways, the equivalent of Shonen action in the West nowadays would be like Marvel and DC comic book movies. I don't think a lot of people hate them. But
1: I'm getting so bored of
0: them. And you could get really bored of them. But I don't think I am against the idea of a really good comic book movie for example maybe Spider-Verse for example right now right even then though even if it is really
1: good does that necessarily correlate with your level of engagement and interest in it as well you know like I I, rather than the genre it would
0: be that piece of work you know what I mean
1: I I feel like there because of like certain genres uh, certain pieces of work they pretty much encapsulate the genre itself like if we talk superhero movies you can't really look past anything beyond Marvel or DC Right? right and Absolutely. so therefore it's like the, the fact that now like i don't have as much of an investment in the mcu the marvel cinematic universe and or, right. or or dc i also then feel like i don't care all that much about superhero movies anymore or superhero shows in general and so then it's like when when hell's paradise dropped uh for for spring 2023 it was it, it's, it's like for all intents and purposes very popular very good but when it dropped, it didn't give me the same excitement as when I started first watching Naruto or One Piece or Bleach. And look, it might just be the case of me getting older and whatnot. But it's also because of the fact that like you get fatigued from seeing the same formula play out over and over and over again.
0: So I'm going to drop a truth bomb on you, Will. I don't? Th- I think the problem is you thinking that it is a problem. And you're not the only one that thinks that this is an issue. I think I also have that, you know, like shower thought of like, oh, the thing that I currently am into or love now, is that gonna last forever? That problem should not is not a problem. We fabricate it. A lot of us do on my anime list. A lot of us do in almost every medium. I don't think it is a A rare instance just because it is anime-centric. Yeah, okay. There is... the Where is the isekai genre in other mediums? Probably never. Villainous isekai. No. But you can take the same concept. And I think in every instance... I can't fault anyone for thinking about that. But I also, from an outsider perspective, will be like... Just enjoy the ride. If you don't like it or you lose touch, you lose touch.
1: And, that, that, and that's kind of where I was going with, 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 with the fact that I just didn't get as much of a kick or an excitement out of watching Hell's Paradise in comparison to watching those specific kinds of shonen actions from my youth i think it, it, look, look, is, it, is it because i feel that hell's paradise wasn't as good as no i actually think that like production wise and animation wise of course something that came out like 20 30 years after it's going to be better but better doesn't necessarily mean that like my
0: level of excitement and engagement and i, I think that's okay that, Yeah, you know. i think that's perfectly okay i think it's okay to have that whether it's whether you want to call it issue or worry or concern or thought, it's okay to have that. That's the first thing. Then the second thing is also okay to let it go. Of course, way easier said than done. And you could say that about me with so many other things, just like I can say that about you or any other person. <laughs> so the one thing I will say though is, when we are content creators in the realm of anime and manga, currently, there is just that level of disconnect that you need to make at some point, or else. When I mean, do you remember like the first season or second season of the Gap podcast? We went hard on f- trying to watch like six, seven, eight curs in two weeks. Yep. While having a job or going to school like losing our fucking minds and consuming it at such a fiendish level. And then at one point we both like... We were just numb. Yeah.
1: I mean, you, you, you see it to this day as well, like some of the biggest like anti-tubers and like content creators relating to anime and manga, they're posting fewer and fewer things nowadays. Yeah. That are anime and manga related.
0: Now for me at least, I can't. I'm not speaking for you. Now that anime and manga... Has become a a central part of like my life, whether it is due to the podcast or whether it is my own consumption. It is just more of like, you know, how like when you first go to the gym, you either like don't want to go, you have to force yourself to go, or when you each time you go, you go too hard and then you don't recover and then. Or before you even get there, you're just lazy. You just, you know what? I'm just gonna skip today's gym
1: session. Yeah, yeah.
0: But when it becomes an integral habit, a habitual thing, you then make adjustments to, like for example, using the analogy of um, going to the gym, you adjust, You have a leg day and an arm day. You adjust the weights. You know about reps and sets. You do things such that it becomes such a big part of your life that if you don't do it, you then feel weird. Yeah, so it's
1: like, for example, then, like, instead of, like, watching everything every season, it's like, you can be a little bit more selective and be like, you know what, like, if you don't like certain actions anymore, then don't watch it, just watch something else.
0: Yeah, or, hey, we know it's a good show, we just don't need to watch it, because we know it's good, and we're not trying to be smug. There are just certain things, Will, that we have established in the realm of time that we have done the JP podcast, where, like, the moment we see something we know either whether it what trope it is or the the studio or just how good it roughly is yeah such that we don't even need to finish it i mean maybe we should do our due diligence in a lot of these cases but we just have that like instinctive like ingrained like reflex that's been honed over like 2 years yeah i think it's like the 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 main thing that sort of like drove this
1: idea this 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 the reason why I wanted to bring up that the, the topic of will we ever, you know, lose touch with anime was just the fact that when we were doing our preparations for the summer twenty twenty three, uh, seasons.
0: Oh, I see that. I, okay, yeah. No, no, go on. No, as, no, no. As much
1: like as, as like there were like some good series that came out that season, I just felt very tired from watching the sort of same stuff over and over and over again and i was i was just like i was i was just caught between two places is it just because i'm getting too old for this shit or is it just because stuff is just not that great and therefore i'm not interested yeah but and- then but then when i was watching there were two shows in particular that was like huh maybe it's not an anime problem maybe it's not like me being lethargic maybe it's just the fact that my tastes in anime are slowly changing, or my patience for anime are slowly changing. And the two shows in mind were *The Masquerable Cat* is always depressed, yeah, but, and uh, *My Happy Marriage*, because it was just refreshing to be able to see something that, while it's not wholly unique, were truly different amongst it just worked, everything else. Right? You know, it's like, okay, I loved *Jujutsu Kaisen*. I, I absolutely still love it to this day. But to have to watch it over and over and over and over again, it, it i I th- I think like it, it also made me feel like when I was watching the entertainment district arc for Demon Slayer, it just didn't hit the same as when I first started watching it.
0: I mean it's that it's a good point where it's funny when we listened to like the first seasonal premiere episode that we did and we were on and on and on about the fucking sequels. We were on and on and on about ignoring all the shitty shows or doing it out of like irony or for content now though you and i at least we seem to have this like unwritten agreement of yeah sure the eight shows we should like talk about a bit with the sequels as well but let's focus on like the weird mid-sevens that we should probably like advocate for yeah. i mean but it shifted I mean, right? the, fir- the first
1: couple of uh seasonal reviews and forecasts we definitely watched like between the two of us like 40 or 50 out of however many seasonals aired that season and whilst it was great it was you know we were young spry men back then we are now aging decrepit old fogies that just do not have the mental fortitude nor the stamina to just continuously binge so much anime. And even if we do binge, it's legitimately one specific thing or maybe two specific things, rather than just trying to collect them all at one go. I I think that I'm I'm in a similar vein with you in which I don't think that my love for anime will die out completely. I'm just going to be a lot more selective with how I go about choosing my anime and what I want to talk about on the podcast because Look, we all kind of started off as you know me being the edgelord, you being the fluffy senpai. But
0: yeah, those we things, leaned b- into b- that, but those right?
1: things kind of changed over time as well. Where you're now starting to watch a bit more on the dark and brooding shit. I go into the more yashike, more slice of life stuff. Uh, I still love my really dark, edgy shit, but even then, I'm. Just, I, I feel like it's 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 becoming more and more a case of Binder done that. And I don't know how you feel about it as well for yourself with regards to watching, you know, fluffy anime and manga. But do you you feel that perhaps maybe like the crux of your anime tastes may just shift to the point where the fluff just doesn't do it enough for you anymore? Or do you feel like you've found such a level of comfort within this genre that it's here to stay no matter what? I know I'm presenting two extremes. Maybe you're like on one side of the spectrum or whatnot, but
0: I think okay.
1: I think it, I think it's a valid thing to sort of you know discuss and maybe you know tickle your brain with. Because, I think you know,
0: yeah, yeah, no, no. I think that's a valid question. The reason why I'm like like staring at the wall is kind of like trying to like think about it. So I used to not give a shit about slice of life stuff. If you were to show me Yuru Camp like 10, 15 years ago, I would I used to give K on like a six out of ten. Right. That, that 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 was where I was. Okay. I was like all about Gantz. I'm all about like Tokyo Ghoul at that time. I think. No, not Tokyo Ghoul. Because I didn't read that then. It was like, all
1: like you would have been like Dora Hetero the fuck out, right? Like you would just like that that's your shtick. That's your that's
0: your that's your thing. Yeah, I didn't get Gantz was the one that really uh, was memorable to me in terms of the vibe of just pure blood and gore with science fiction melded in. Didn't really give a shit that much about the story. The characters are kind of mid. Story's kind of all over the place. Nowadays, that is clearly shifted in the opposite direction. But I still care about the gory, violent, or a hetero. Uh, Like, the crazy shit. Like, it's but but my question my answer to your question of well what about my taste now about the fluffiness the slice of life will that disappear the answer is no because it has been established at a certain point that you know just like how your personality beyond a certain point is really hard to change
1: yeah well but but, but then the thing doesn't is doesn't mean it can't
0: but, but there was a
1: time where you didn't watch a lot of fluff right and now they or you're zero in, and now you're in this period well, this rather extended period of of fluff and you're really like truly entrenched in it but just like how you can't change things in the past there's no way for us to be able to keep control of our future so it's not a guarantee that you're going to stay in the fluff for a long time but I think what I'm getting from you is that there is a, a strong air of confidence that because of what fluffy slice of life means to you at this stage of your life that it's probably going to persist for a bit longer than than i think
0: yeah i think the foundation that i have laid out in terms of the f- uh, my appreciation and love and fondness for fluffy slice of life stuff is so ingrained in me that wiping the slate clean is not an easy feat compared to let's say when i was a teenager or in my early 20s yeah
1: plus the fact that i think you picked a pretty safe genre to just stick in right the fact that it's like the The older you get yeah the older you are the probably like the more likely you're going to be looking for something that's comforting and chill whereas like you probably don't need to see as much blood spilled on tv as, as you did when you were a young spry teenager
0: i mean it's way easier to convince your significant other who may or may not like a lot of anime and manga to watch yuru camp over you know hell's paradise hell's paradise Right, it's just the way it is. Regardless of your your tolerance level, I would say the average person will vibe more with, or at least like, in terms of like blood stuff, right? Violence and gore. Way more okay with Yuru Camp where there's none of that, versus Hell's Paradise, which is. All of it. You know? Yeah.
1: Like we, we, we definitely... Yeah, like, both are yeah. great shows. Yeah.
0: Right? But in the end, like, I think
1: it's like we, we may try and seek more simplicity and straightforwardness with what we want to get out of our anime experience, right? I, I mean,
0: I wouldn't say that as much as at a certain point, the older that we get, or at least the older that I get, it is becomes harder to shift directions. But at the same time, I don't forget who I was, where I was, what made you, and what made me. And in many ways, there's always going to be an appreciation for the horror stuff. There's always going to be appreciation for the shonen action stuff. But whether or not it becomes the things that is like the central focal point of what I'm consuming among the stuff that I consume, the anime that I consume, the manga that I consume, is going to be like one out of six and four out of six is going to be fluffy slice of life stuff and then that other one out of six is whatever genre replaces the isekai genre really
1: right now you've also mentioned that for the most part i'd say like maybe not everything you watch is anime and everything you read is manga but you would say that the majority like a strong majority of the stuff you watch is japanese animation now yeah you mean now right
0: uh would YouTube videos and streaming count as as that? Uh,
1: uh, 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 to count against it? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Because I find myself, instead of watching anime, I just mindlessly jog through YouTube. And that's not to look for YouTube compilations of anime and whatnot. No, yeah, it's no, actually no, just no. watching actual YouTube like. YouTube like, creators creating stuff or like I watch a lot more live action now than before. Not to say I like watching live action annotations of, of manga and light novels. I more like watch Japanese dramas. I like watching westerns. I like watching like crime docu-series.
0: So I whatnot. love crime docu-series but if we exclude crime docu-series and we exclude like mindless YouTube Marvel surfing. movies uh, and YouTube surfing everything else is anime and manga. So in other words, I would say 80% of what I consume in terms of entertainment is anime and or slash manga and or like in that vein. And I'm not talking about live action adaptations. Yeah,
1: I'd I'd say that for me, like my time spent in terms of watching Non anime related stuff is like more 60 40, almost like 70 30. Like, I, I definitely spend a lot more time watching live action stuff, just mindlessly looking on YouTube or whatever. Um, but when it comes to watching the anime, whilst it is 30% of my time, I also binge the fuck out of that during
0: those 30 like at 30%. Because, oh, I like, thought it was the other yeah. way around, as in like the 60 or 70% is not anime no i i definitely
1: watch more non-anime stuff than i watch anime oh wow that's 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 interesting yeah but it's also just like it comes into the whole you know trying to rejuvenate myself from the fatigue it might also be the fact that like there are just certain series that i just can't stand to watch on a week-to-week basis it's the same with my tv shows now like when i watch stuff on netflix or watch stuff on uh hbo or 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 disney plus i don't like wait week to week for those shows i try and binge everything i can and so i think that's like that's kind of what i do with the with with the anime because i don't watch anything that's current for tv shows uh, or if i do it's because everything is released in one go like the netflix style so i just binge it all in one go anime on the other hand though it's like for the majority of all stuff that comes out it's all simulcast. it's all done on a week to week basis on a curb based system it's not likely that a new show that comes out is going to be all in one go, all 12 or 24 or however many episodes. I mean,
0: that Netflix binge release is not like a universal truth now. Maybe a while back it was. And, you know, things like JoJo Stone yeah. Ocean is released in technically like binge batches, if you will. Right. Yeah.
1: And back then, before Netflix, the way that we binged up was box sets. Yeah, right. Buying like DVDs or, or or like VHS, like a whole set of Friends or The Office or whatever. Because it's hard to
0: watch Toonami at the specific hour every single week, or Cartoon Network or whatever you get your anime from. It's just not feasible sometimes due to time. And when you miss out once, you miss out like pretty much the rest of it for the end of time because yeah. you you didn't know what happened.
1: Yeah. And I think, like you know, like you said, it, this was never like the case in terms of like binge watching uh, on one specific platform and medium. But these are definitely like there are definitely like, new innovations that that form our our consum our our, our
0: behaviors
1: for consumption.
0: Right? Now, if I were to tell you, Will, that you're not allowed to watch anime like for two weeks, would you feel at the very beginning, or maybe the whole two weeks that it feels unnatural or out of place to you.
1: Oh, I feel, I'd actually be okay with it.
0: Oh, you really yeah, would be? I, and, I, I would be okay with and it. And I mean, like, n- nothing about anime and manga, as in not even go online to the news. Every time you go there, you get blocked on Anime News Network. Not to say you should block Anime News Network, but you know what I mean? Like no, I, I, I You will be okay it, completely. It sounds,
1: like, depressing and dire when I say it like this, but I'd honestly be okay with it. And it's not to say that, like, I don't give a fuck about anime or manga anymore. It's more just the fact that I feel I've spent a whole lot of time watching anime and manga that my interests in watching more live action or watching non-anime related stuff has significantly spiked. I see. You know, I, I'm still definitely interested in anime and manga. For sure, it's like, if if it comes to it, like... Maybe not like oh for the whole next two weeks you're not allowed to watch anime manga okay for sure that's a very much an extreme but let's say for example for the next for 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 the next year I'm not able to watch anything that is Javascript incarnation related I'm not able to watch anything that is specifically uh, like Vinland Saga related then maybe I'll be like okay that's a bit much now because I do care about those things right it may change over time. Maybe I'm not as interested in watching things that are like those kinds of genres, but generally, like in, in terms of like my current state, as much as I still love anime and manga, I could actually be okay in terms of having an extended period of not watching anime and manga because it does get tiring after a while. Even then, too, it's like I don't spend all my time just watching stuff off of Netflix. I don't spend all my time watching stuff off of YouTube. It's it's it, 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 There's a fairly... like even balance between all the mediums of stuff that I do watch but every now and then on a week-to-week basis there will be times when I just only watch stuff that's on YouTube I only just watch stuff that's on Netflix I only watch that stuff that's on Crunchyroll and whatnot but I do find that I'm spending more and more time watching non-anime related stuff than I do anime stuff and it might just be a product of the fact that you know we run a bi-weekly podcast the fact that you know I do have to watch the anime stuff because it's also part of this 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 hobby, this passion that I have. And this is not in any way me saying that I'm losing passion for anime and manga and inadvertently losing passion for the podcast. That's not what I'm saying here at all. I'm saying that there's going to be a point where I become a little bit more selective with how I go about doing things for the podcast, how I go about doing things in terms of, consuming and appreciating anime and manga. Just like you said, there's probably going to be a point where I just don't give a shit about shit in action anymore, but instead, I'll I mean like if you were to tell me that season 3 of Your Camp is airing tomorrow, I'm watching that shit immediately.
0: I think when you start any journey of any form of entertainment in the very beginning, there's always that honeymoon period in anything pretty much, right? You, It is this new, fresh thing. You're so into it because it is rejuvenating in a sense of learning, discovery. It's the thing that is that you have never encountered before. It could be intimidating. It could be scary. But that could also mean it's exciting, right? So the honeymoon period... It could even be obviously a lot of people even attribute that to human romantic relationships, right? There's always that honeymoon period. Then at a certain point it dips because it does that euphoria doesn't last forever. Then what makes it stay in terms of it being a long term, a more you know prolonged habitual form of love attachment or engagement? It is moderation adjustments and accommodation, meaning you find your way around certain things such that your level of consumption is now instead of going ape shit, it is now uh, slowed down. And of course, when you say that uh, you, you, you spike in binges. That to me is still technically moderation because the rest of that time is absent; it's zero. Yeah. So the, it ab- it evens out. It just is. In- so, so it's
1: like, for example, like over a month, I might be watching like four curves of anime, right? That 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 sounds just about okay. Sure. Right, right. But instead of before, where I would like watch three episodes this night, three episodes that night, three episodes that night, like over a week, I'll watch them like three per day. Instead, now I'm watching. Maybe seven episodes one day, and then ten episodes another day. Right. So, and the so in terms of the frequency, bi- it's mm-hmm. it's definitely like, like, like you spread it across. As an average, it's the same, but the frequency is definitely a lot lower because I'm packing everything out in like a specific like batch of these days. Just anime. Yeah. Be- you know?
0: And in my opinion, that binge co- that binge habit is less to do with your flame and passion for anime as much as a question or discussion of the healthiness or the drawbacks and benefits of binge culture itself. Yeah. But there's it also like
1: an element of what's out there too, right? True, true. You know? like, I think like, it's just like, if, if there's going to be a lot more isekais and shonen action, inevitably you and I would be like, I'm I'm really done with this. Oh, for
0: fuck's sake, guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, how many times have we like lamented on, oh shit, a new season of animes here. Fuck. Well, oh, wow. Fuck. Oh, wow.
1: 25% of them are isekais. Oh, 50% oh, of them are fuck. shonen action.
0: Oh, guess what? Another 15% of them are romantic subtext animes. Like, ah, oh, sh- oh, here we go again. Right? Like, that is something that we lament to each other, right? So, when we either moderate our own expectations or moderate our rate of consumption, even if it averages out to be the same it is healthier. Then comes adjusting. So for me, when I don't watch anime or I get fatigued from watching anime, I would read the manga because I can usually control the pace and flipping through the pages. I don't don't like fast-forwarding or slowing down at all. Yeah, but even then too, right? When you're
1: not watching anime, you're still reading manga. So you're still within that particular subculture, right? Yeah,
0: but I try to do that so then it is not the actual anime itself but it's tangentially related just to like keep me in that some people don't see it that way or don't feel it that way and they venture off playing video games for example or or, watching live action or watching live action i am not here to say your way is wrong or my way is right or like anything in between it's just your method of Accommodating and dealing with it, and my way of accommodating and adjusting myself, such that I don't lose out on liking anime and or manga completely, because that's just not fair for anime manga, not fair for me. For yourself, because because it is a personal investment, right? Outside
1: of doing it as a podcast, outside of doing it as a hobby, like in the end, like you spend such a significant amount of your time or your life devoting yourself to this
0: medium that it'd be remiss for you to just completely detach yourself from it yep then comes the last thing which is so first thing was moderation and then just now was adjustment now comes accommodation and accommodation i mean it in terms of meeting a compromise meeting it halfway in other words this is actually podcast related If it weren't for the podcast, I don't think I would push myself so much to consume X show or Y thing religiously.
1: Like you and I would have never watched or read JoJo or sort of online respectively.
0: I wouldn't feel the need to pressure myself to force myself. You may
1: eventually, but it's like because of the fact that the podcast is the way it is – You had to have done it anyway.
0: Or, yeah, I'll eventually get to it, guys. Or I'll eventually get to it, Will. But because of the podcast, as you said, I had to venture down the road of JoJo because that's what we agreed upon. So, of course, you could say that I was already, like, probably wanting to consume it anyways. But now there is accountability. Now I have to accommodate the podcast or accommodate You or accommodate the listeners and the audience by watching this.
1: Now, let me ask you this then. Do you think that without the podcast, your plan-to-watch list and on-hold list would be a-stacked?
0: My plan-to-watch list will be just a-stacked. My on-hold list will definitely not be a-stacked. In fact, my on-hold list was never used until... Until the podcast.
1: Wow. You actually basically, like, in your free time, you would, like, seek out finishing everything. Because I could consume
0: it however I want, however long I want, however fast I want. The only thing that would stop me is if it was freely, readily available, released, or else I was usually more up-to-date. Yeah. Like, the difference between watching all of JoJo over the span of six, seven years as opposed to watching it over, like, three podcast episodes. Right? I mean... How many duds do we watch for like seasonal premieres that we could have spent watching shows on our on hold list that we know are good? I mean, that's we why ha-
1: we usually dread like when summer rolls along because like, yeah, they you know, there's six series that you're going to absolutely love. But there's going to be 50 of them that you just do not give a shit about. But you have to watch it because we have to at least say something about them for the podcast. Yeah. And
0: because we felt like we need to do our due diligence and whether or not you think we have to go to that degree or not. That's a different debate entirely, and it's also subjective, right? But I do understand that sentiment. Then comes the other thing, which is: is that okay, in terms of us exclusively? And uh, how do we feel about anime and manga, like in some ways, dictating what we consume?
1: I mean, there's there's no clear answer for that, really. I think it's like you could go your way about binging. You could also just not watch anything and just use your gut intuition to talk about anime and manga, I don't necessarily see like either of them being a problem, but I also mm-hmm. don't see either of them being a solution. I think it's, just, it's a very gray area when it comes to how we go about tackling anime and manga specifically for the podcast. We chose to do this a specific way because it's something we've been doing for the last several years and it's worked, but it hasn't
0: come without its flaws. Yeah, and I think the episodic content format that we... I mean, we're not the pioneers that, like, we didn't fabricate this for the first time in in the history of the world. But there are, like, the ASAP thing, the anime series adaptation primer that is birthed out of this constant reemerging theme of, hey, these animes have a manga. It is highly rated. People are asking about it. We should probably, like, do something about it so then we can incorporate some manga as well. And then now it has become a staple in our rotation in terms of that ongoing segment. But I can tell you for a fact, for example, talking about JoJo, I'm pretty confident that I would have never consumed JoJo if it wasn't for got to watch them all. I would probably genuinely believe and probably mm-hmm. genuinely feel that JoJo is a journey worth pursuing at some point. But, but you're that-
1: also like not like – it, it, there's no FOMO either.
0: Yeah, no, no. I I think
1: it's the same with me with like Monogatries so because we we literally had that discussion like exactly. we were having lunch one day. Was just like, and then
0: that's how gotta watch them all started, right? It was you guiding me on JoJo, I guiding you on Monogatry because we both are pretty well versed in the opposing IP. Yeah. So that's and that is a very clear instance of how the podcast, the GAP podcast. Has legitimately v- taken me out of my comfort zone, but I'm also like super happy about it.
1: Yeah, I think part of me, like sort of like how I dictate my passion and interest in anime and manga, really. I mean, it sounds simple, but it really just comes down to what's out there. Yeah, you know, like if if it, if if like future seasons come out to be like summer 2022 or summer 2023, then yeah, I'm going to be way more fatigued than usual. But if it's just like there's just hit shows every single season that you might get tired from watching it, but not because you're watching it. It's because you're watching something in general, you get physically tired from it, but at least you're also getting some enjoyment out of it. And therefore it kind of like offsets any of that mental fatigue you might incur.
0: Yeah. I think especially with the seasonal premieres, I perfectly realistically can conceive a future GAP seasonal review where There is a point when we watch a show and when we just don't feel it, we just stop it immediately and then never mention it on the podcast. And maybe in the end uh, when we record, instead of having like 16 shows, which is kind of like our average number nowadays, we only have like six. But each of those we are like very emotionally invested in.
1: Yeah, and I think even like if if we move away from the podcast, if you're watching something um and you just don't vibe with it, you're not as like emotionally inclined to see it through either. I think like if you you could spot a bad show pretty quickly and like I think at that point at least for, for me, it's easier to cut my losses and just be done with it as opposed to, "Nah, you know what? Like I started it, I'm going to finish what I
0: started." Yeah, I used to be like yeah. that. I also used to be the person who would never, who would vehemently go against reading manga because there's an anime, guys. Why do I have to read the fucking thing that is static when anime is it's animated?
1: Awesome, yeah. but, but, I, but we've seen many a time that sometimes the anime just does not hit.
0: Yeah, and nowadays, you are like, Jason, stop fucking reading manga number 55, okay? But I, and, I, but and, I get and it, too. watch some fucking anime.
1: But I get it, too. For you, it's just like, but the anime right now sucks. Or, like, I'm just bored of watching anime. Hey, but this, this girl but love this, manga is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, like, fucking Yuri Haro manga number 57 is really, really damn good. So I'm going to read
0: it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you are not uh, excluded from that level of random... Rabbit hole either because don't forget someone was really invested in Domecano yes, I knew you were gonna bring that up. <laughs> and then someone was also very invested in Doro Hetero, and despite me like really trying to tell you like what the fuck are you doing, in the end, I was r- I was initially right in thinking that way, but if I could go back in time, I would have been like, dude, just just let Will do his thing. Because, you know, whether it is this time or the next time, I would have done something different, but in the same vein. You know what I mean? With, like, you know, girl love, harem.
1: I mean, there was a period where, like, I just stopped watching anime because I wanted to read all 1,000 chapters of One Piece again.
0: I thought you were fucking insane and and stupid for doing that. And I
1: did it. And I was like, did I feel like I wasted my time? No. Possibly, because it was a lot of time. But... It was really fucking good. Yeah. Just like how, like, sometimes I just, you know what? I'm not going to watch any anime. I'm just going to read Golden Kamui because I really fucking love that series. I mean, I
0: used to be so, like, headstrong, stubborn about, oh, the premiere timing of our seasonal premiere episode on the Good Anime Pal podcast is paramount. It's, like, super important that we get the timing perfect, but sometimes the timing is not perfect. So what do we do? I was like, oh, then we – what is this dilemma shit? We can't release it too early. We can't release it too late because no one would care. But actually, the simple answer or the simple solution is, well, then why can't you like do like a hybrid forecast review or do a complete forecast but try your best to get as close of an accurate take as you can? Also, sometimes some people just want to hear you talk about it.
1: Yeah. I think in the end right it's i I don't fear that I'm gonna be completely disconnected from anime and manga at least not in like the near future there might be a point when like I'm in my sixties or seventies where I'm like you know what i'm 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 okay but i'm I'm still in my thirties it's gonna be a long long time but I think like another way of looking at it is it's not necessarily like choosing to love or hate anime and manga it's more just it's never that black and white. You you legitimately can go like a year or two without reading or watching any manga or anime, but then one day you be like, oh, you know what? I'm down to watch Porco Rosso again. I'm down to watch some Ghibli, like Laputa or fucking like Princess Mononoke. Or oh, you know what? I never actually got around to starting up that manga series that was from Dora Hetero, the one the one with um uh, the meat bun guy. Uh, whatever his What's name it is. it called? I don't remember. Die Dark. Die Dark. Yeah, maybe now's a, t- a good time to finally start. Me- or, or you know what? I still haven't read Pluto, and it's gonna. And like, I haven't. I mean, the anime is not out yet. Hey. Say volume's not that much. Uh,
0: I'm gonna say it right now uh, for episode number sixty-three. I'm gonna give you my review of Akane Banashi. So um, you really, have a, you're actually reading it now. So you have a clock on that. Technically, whether or not you choose but that, but to then venture, you're,
1: but then now you're contributing to the fatigue. Now it's like, oh, now I'm being forced to start reading and watching. I'm stuff, not you forcing
0: know? you to say anything. I'm just saying I'm gonna do that because I am I have done that, and I'm not like saying oh therefore if you do not participate it's on you it's your fault or like it, you're a bad like you know anime or manga consumer no i yet you start reading a banashi yeah
1: is it good it's good right
0: people say it's different but it's good so first of all like I mean, am I I really going to give, like, a pseudo-review of Akane Banashi? I mean,
1: you don't have to. You can just say,
0: it's a good read. Or, it's a very good read. I am extremely scared when or if they do an anime adaptation because it's going to be hella hard. Okay. Because if you think about it, how do you sell a Rakugo manga? Well, as an anime... But it's Jump Plus.
1: That means it's going to get an adaptation, right?
0: They better get a very good performer is what I'm going to say if they do the anime.
1: They may actually need to do some research and actually bring in it's, some Rakugo specialists.
0: I mean, Rakugo Shinju. Is it Showa... Meiwa, Shouju, Shouju,
1: whatever. Yeah, Showa Oh Showa, Showa, Showa
0: Yeah, I think the, the two seasons are like easy 9 out of 10s minimum. I don't know if it's 10 out of 10. I gave both a 9 out of 10. But it is so hard to sell an audience on Rakugo. And the actors, voice actors and actresses did a phenomenal job. So, I think Akane Banashi, though, is even harder. Yeah.
1: But that's also something that, like, will probably, like, maintain my interest in anime and manga because of the fact that it's something that's very different from the tried and true shonen actions,
0: right? Did you know that there is a manga called Moebana that ended? It's about flower arrangements.
1: Okay, that sounds cool. There is one (laughs) called Fabric...
0: fabricate 100 fabric 100 it's about textiles there's one literally about marriage toxin That it's about fraudsters con man slash woman in a marriage
1: you know there was like a manga series that literally is just about civil engineering and building infrastructures i probably would be very interested in that even though i don't know anything about there's a very
0: short-lived i think jump property where it's like a girl who puts other people through a trauma like a revenge and i'm not talking about that thai netflix live action show that you were that that that's that's a girl from nowhere yeah no i'm talking about like it was like two volumes or something, and then it got, like, short-lived. It's like, Hell Girl, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's not Hell Girl. No, but you, but, because it sounds very similar to that. Oh, shit. But, okay, the point is that... Uh, well, I don't even know what my point was because we were talking about Akane Banashi.
1: But Because well, what
0: I was saying was oh, that... Oh, like, right, right. Yeah. So, just because I'm going to talk about it for next episode for sure, your contribution to that conversation can be... Hey, I also read it. Let's talk about it. Or it could also be I talk about it and then it either motivates you to read it more, like give you more of a reason or give you less of a reason based on what I say or or, or not. I think the the worst outcome for all of us is if you decide to not participate in that conversation, which I don't think you ever will. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah your contribution or your involvement to any degree is always going to be a plus yeah
1: but even if it's like not podcast related too it's like how many manga series have you read that i legitimately do not know about or like care about really you know a lot right like so shit but it's also like does that mean that like i feel inclined to go and be like i guess i'll go read this yuri manga whatnot no it's like in the end, like my my tastes, your tastes, there's going to be a pretty wide divide. But there's also, you know, on that little Venn diagram that we have, a small little area that both of us absolutely love and appreciate the same thing, right? So, I I, th- I think going forward in terms of what I hope to get out of this anime and manga journey is, it just goes back to like BP nineteen, I think, where we were just talking about. Um, no, not BP. BB- it's BB- No BP. Eighteen. Where it's like, is 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 it just getting boring in terms of what genres of anime are getting published and whatnot? Like, no, I think in the end, it's like it, it it's always going to be like that. Just like how there's always going to be trash daytime TV from the U.S. or there's going to be lots of soap drama, like uh, like tele telenovelas, like soap dramas and whatnot. Those things, I honestly don't have to watch because you know, just because it exists doesn't mean I'm inclined to go and check it out. I can just be a little bit more selective with how I choose to go about my anime and manga journey or just my general media consumption journey. So I think in summation, I don't feel that I'm ever going to really grow fully out of anime and manga. I'm just going to be a lot more selective with how I go about choosing the stuff I want to watch and consume, because I know that at some point there's going to be very, very specific things that I will enjoy and other things, I won't have as much appreciation for it, but it does still mean that I can devote more time
0: and attention into the stuff that I like within anime and manga. I think the most... Okay, first of all, I Tell C is the name of the manga series I was thinking of just now. The letter C. Yes. Okay, um, It's been cancelled. Because, uh, as I said, it was unceremoniously like axed. Uh. The other one that I was uh talking about Akane Banashi is currently though in the lineup. So check that out. Yep. And Moibana is the name of that uh flower arrangement anime that I'm talk uh manga that I'm talking about. Okay. But to go off of what you're saying before we end this BP, I think the worst outcome for every single person involved is if either one of us lose our love and passion for anime and manga i think that is in my honest opinion irregardless of the podcast obviously with the podcast here hopefully you know our interest in anime and manga will not wane no but it might falter right but if it were to be gone that's bad for everyone involved in my opinion
1: is it really I don't know. I think like it's it's not so much that like no, I don't think yeah. it's a
0: bad thing as much as it's a tragic thing.
1: Yeah, but you know, like if, it, ch- if it, it happens, then so be it. Yeah, right? time changes people and all that. Like, who knows? There there is a possibility. There is a certain reality somewhere where you 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 Jason just become disinterested in anime and manga. How likely that is? Probably like nigh impossible. But it's it's not like. guarantee that in 20 30 years time you're going to have the same level of appreciation or even the same level of commitment towards anime and manga but that doesn't mean that like you have to make a concerted effort to maintain it i think just whatever happens happens
0: i actually think i should make a concerted effort to try to maintain it because past a certain point just like going to the gym or developing a habit It becomes natural such that you just don't think twice. You just don't question it because you like it. You find certain ways, again, to either accommodate for it, adjust for it, or you do it in moderation, right? So in my opinion, I am pretty headstrong in my love for anime and manga, but way less headstrong on being devoted to it. Yeah.
1: I think that's that's the key thing, right? Like it's it's not so much that you have to love anime and manga to risk your life, but it would be a bit weird for you personally if all of a sudden one day you just stopped watching anime and yeah, manga.
0: Yeah, that's why it's like, it's like one of those things where if you were to hear that, you would almost think it's inconceivable or unbelievable. Whereas if it were to grow out of love over a long period of time or I consumed anime and manga less and less and less, then I guess it kind of makes at least more convincing sense to you or anyone else. And I
1: guess like, you know, in terms of like the extremes, right? Like things that do get you out of love from anime and manga, it would most likely be external factors like production studios, just not making stuff that you like anymore. Or the fact that like,
0: production quality drops and you just find that you're wasting your time doing something like, yeah, or that's a get, very, yeah or we all get jaded. you and i get jaded yeah. at like the recycling regurgitation of premises which we kind of are yeah right but then we will find other ways to still like the thing that we currently love but from a different perspective or lens yeah that's why at the end of the day i don't think i will grow out of it at all it's just your level of devotion may may change. Right. I don't think But that's not be... necessarily a bad thing either. Exactly, because the the worst thing is if it is gone. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, this was very introspective and kind of philosophical.
1: It's also because, you know, we're looking into you know, the past of what got us into anime and manga in the first place and whether or not we will still hold those same beliefs twenty, thirty years down the line.
0: And I and I do feel kind of bad like sometimes egging like like I guess poking you about like, yo, so how much anime have you watched? How much
1: Oh no, that that that's that's completely fine. I mean like it's more like you're only really doing it because hey, we got a podcast. I, mean, I, to I used to do that.
0: it all the fucking time. I did a, I do it way less now. Yeah. To be fair.
1: Yeah, but it, again, it's it's just, you and I are just two different people. We're like, you, you, you definitely whoa, spent... Whoa, whoa,
0: we are two different people?
1: Yeah. T-W-O.
0: No. Yeah. You and I are the same thing, man. Oh. You're talking, I'm Edward Norton, you're Brad Pitt, right? <sighs> Tyler Durden, right? You like soap? <sighs>
1: And that is the end of today's BP episode. Not numbering it because you have no idea when it's going to release.
0: Uh, But um, we can probably give some sort of end credits, right?
1: I I, I suppose so. Yeah.
0: I mean, do you think this will release... Actually, I'm not going to say the season just in case for some reason it won't release this season that it airs. But I think it will, right? Possible. I mean, again, it's not like... We have a a limited amount of BPs to release in, in a season. Right. So what you're saying is we should moderate the situation, adjust and accommodate. But as long as we don't lose the BP. Just like in your words, Jason. Then we good, right?
1: Oh, of course we're good. We're the fucking GAP. We do whatever the fuck
0: we want. And we will fill this gap of time with this bits and pieces regardless will do you think they c- our listeners can always check us out on www.anime palette good anime palette com all lowercase all one word absolutely what about at palette good on twitter absolutely
1: unless you know elon must limit the amount of tweets holy you-
0: shit <laughs> dude that talking about external factors like yeah hell yeah about that uh yeah, the Discord. You know, honestly, I like these kinds of personal takes. It is these personal bits and pieces? That's the whole point of bits and pieces. So, I dig it. They're a little more personal than
1: usual. These are not supposed to be like, like educating the listeners on what to do or what what they should look out for in anime and manga. It's more just. I'm sure that there are people that listen to this and may or may not feel the same way that I do or that you do. Right? There might be ones that just will never give up on anime and manga. There might be some that just feel like they want to spend more time evenly yeah. across other things.
0: I think at the end of the day, even if you vehemently agree or vehemently disagree with anything or all of what Will and I have discussed today in this episode, in this BP, hopefully this causes some sort of what do you call it? Like think like contemplation in your own life, not necessarily manga or anime related, but maybe something else completely detached, but in terms of principle and concept, exactly the same. Yeah. Because it's something that it's, it's not always healthy just to have inner dialogue. I mean, I think, I
1: think like I'll, I'll be honest after talking to you about this is, I mean, yes, we are doing it as a podcast, but after talking about it and voicing it out, you know, I think, I'm definitely like feeling that it, it it might be easier for me to get back into the groove of watching anime and reading manga. I just have to know when to do it and how to go about yeah, doing it. Yeah.
0: Or maybe like you were in your own head because you literally didn't talk to me about it because I wasn't there until now when you sprung it up on me. So then you feel that now that you have an outlet or an avenue to kind of like, voice I'm, these... like I'm, not, I'm not
1: crazy for exactly, it, you. Exactly.
0: Know? Right. So, so, so like, yeah. Uh,
1: These are perfectly normal thoughts to have.
0: Yeah. I I, I think so. But, you know, we live uh, on a podcast platform where... On a spinning we, rock in the middle of a galaxy. Where we have chainsaws for hands, okay? We have... Water arts. We have shurikens and sharingan eyes. And we take, you know, advice on how to go camping
1: from girls who ride mopeds around Japan.
0: Then all of a sudden, we are born as a vending machine in some fantastical land selling real estate to role-playing game characters. Where you come across a girl who actually died in a previous life but is now
1: the most heretical villainous who tries to be the savior. Then, then, we go on a death race across a planet man actually you know now that you mention it that's probably one thing that will never change for me i will never ever get bored of red line i will always find time to watch red line over and over and over again no
0: matter how old i get you do you think you're gonna show if you have if you ever have kids do you think you'll ever show them red line absolutely I think that's
1: that's definitely something I will I will, I will show them red line. I will show them Samurai Champloo. I will show them uh, Cafe Terrace and its goddesses. <laughs> just to show them, just to rela- show them that relationship sh- dynamics. That, that, you know that
0: dad dad is it, that uh, that is all right. Okay, dad it, is not crazy, and that you should know how to make a good cup of coffee. Oh, so they should read Tokyo
1: school yeah oh wow i didn't even oh wow that's actually sacrilegious the fact that i didn't even think about showing them they, they okay yes <laughs> uh whatever school they go i will talk to the board and get them to put it on their reading curriculum
0: i caught you yeah I, when wow. you when you said cafe wow. goddess and terraces i was like please no literally that that's why i like it didn't even phase me. Immediately, I said Tokyo Ghoul, right? Because I was like, please. Wow, what m- have I become? The I was like, I don't Will, please don't say American Diner Coffee. Please don't say that. And then you said it. I was like.
1: But I love my Denny's coffee. It's bottomless, dude. I hope coffee better, though. I've never been a Waffle House. I want to go to an, a Waffle House.
0: I love IHOP, though. I, I, love, I, was I great. love pancakes.
1: But it's also like. You see enough people like raving about Waffle House. I, I got it. We got to go to a Waffle House at some point.
0: Do you like syrup with chicken? Chicken dude, with syrup?
1: Dude, Roscoe's is the best. Chicken and waffles, man. Have you been to Roscoe's? No, if you ever go to a convention
0: in LA, I'm taking you to Roscoe's. Oh, so for the 17th annual Crunchyroll Awards in. Twenty thirty five. That
1: depends if they bring it back to America, though, because they may decide just no, to keep it, it in it, Japan. The
0: year is twenty thirty five. Will, okay, they they we're we're here in L A. right now. What are you talking about? We're on <laughs> we're on the Hollywood Strip recording BP five thousand six hundred and ninety two. What are you talking about? What about the crowd of people outside? What do you mean people? Those are robots, androids, humanoids. Oh shit. Uh, Do we just? They're copies, remember? L- okay, okay. Listen, we are not trying to be discriminatory here, okay, guys. Like, we we are very accepting of everyone, okay. AI lives matter. You are not just an empty husk or a ghost in in, in some in some exterior shell, okay. You're, you're not a figment of my imagination. You are a human. You 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 are very much alive and 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 and, and sentient beings, okay. All right, so. Listen. Will and I we're going to sign off and you know end our spiel so then we can play sort art online, all right? Cuz you
1: know. I mean the Nerf gear like version 5 is out now. Apparently this one doesn't try to kill you.
0: You know what? Actually, you know what? I take that back. I don't I don't I don't want to I don't want to play video games. Let's just go to Jojo Amusement Park and watch Jojo Part 26. Jojo okay.
1: Amusement Park? You mean Jojo Lands, right?
0: No, Jojo jo- Planet.
1: Jo- 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 no. No, bro,
0: <laughs> bro. Bro, we go.
1: Signing off.